Welcome to the Interest Podcast of Hobby School. My name is Dulgong and I'm here with And today's guest is our science teacher, Mr. Guest. John. Yes. Hi. Can uh, I say? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Please introduce you, yourself. Thank you for the invitation. Do I have to really introduce myself? Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, briefly. Briefly. Uh, well, I think everybody knows me. Um, I've been teaching at school for, what, 10 years now? Yeah. But we'll be leaving soon, and so I'm going to end my 10th year, actually, my 10th year next week. Uh, <laughs> and it's been, it's been an honor teaching students of Abbey School. So, um, in the previous episode, we did, like, few quick questions to know you better. Mm-hmm. Okay, so one of the questions are, what would you would be your first question after waking up from a 100 year sleep? Oh, that's a tough one. 100 years, so yes, I don't know, maybe I would, I would initially ask myself like, where's my children? <laughs> So your descendants? Yes, of course. I mean, being an old person, I think that is a common question among old people. They would always think about family. They would always think about their daughters and their sons and grandchildren. So I think maybe that would be the first question that would, you know, pop out of my mind. Okay. So the next question is, are you usually early or late? What do you mean by this question? Like early sleeper? No. <laughs> like so for example, you were invited to an event. Uh I'm usually an early person. Mm-hmm. Like even at school I come usually before seven thirty. Oh my god. There was a time before many years ago that I would me and Christina they, we would come here like maybe seven o'clock or before seven. Uh. So I am usually actually always early for whatever event or whatever it is that you know I need to attend so I hate being late mm-hmm. I think you know that <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay so who has been the biggest influence of your so life like, who had the biggest influence on your life uh, there's a lot of a lot of people my parents of course I mean, um, my mom, my mom was actually the only person in the family who really supported us because my mom and my dad, they got separated like many years ago. And my dad was, of course, gone for a long time. But me and my dad were, of course, in a good relationship, mm-hmm. although that thing happened. Of course, that's in the past. But my mom was the, the person who really helped us. Like, she worked for supported yeah she worked to provide for our needs I mean I have two other siblings but she was able to you know she was able to send us to school have us graduated and all three of us now are professionals Mm -hmm. Um, I also have like teachers from high school which I actually really admire and one of which would be my former biology teacher and that's one of the reasons why I took biology as my major in college yeah. Okay, so if you could 
hold on to one memory from your life forever, what would that be? One memory? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I have lots of fun memories of childhood, like before my dad and my mom separated. Mm-hmm. We, we were a happy family. I mean, you know, being kids, you just enjoy life and you don't really think about you know, problems and things like that. Mm-hmm. So it's always good to reminisce, you know, memories of my childhood because I had a very interesting childhood. Like, mm-hmm. there was a time that I would go with my brothers and my cousins and we would, like, go to the ocean and we would swim naked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I can remember that. We we actually escaped school. Mm-hmm. I had two other cousins, Whoa. boy cousins, male cousins. Okay. So there was a time that me, my two uh, other cousins, and my brother, my younger mm-hmm. brother, we escaped school, mm-hmm. wow. and then we didn't tell our parents. We just went to the beach. Really? So you never told your parents. We never told them. Wow. None of them. Do you, do you feel guilty of, now? <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I don't. It was a fun time, mm-hmm. but there was a consequence to it. So after going to the beach, when we arrived home, of course we were beaten up by our parents. <laughs> yeah, but it, you know, it's something that I uh, would not forget because it, it was memorable to me. I mean, it's not all the time, it's not every day that you get to spend time with your mm-hmm. friends, with your brothers, with your cousins, like in a special way. So, yeah. Now that I'm an, an adult, I don't get to do this sort of stuff <laughs> anymore. <laughs> okay, so... How has your life been different than you have imagined? Oh, um, I came from a, f- a poor family. So my, my mom works for, she works for a hospital. She's not a nurse or a doctor, but more like in, um, in an office, in a hospital. But she was the, if I can, how do I say it? She was, she was the only person in the family was actually working for you know for our needs so she was like the breadwinner although my dad was there for you know some time but after they separated we never got any support from her i mean from him so it was mostly my mom can you say the question again no. <laughs> <laughs> how was your life oh yeah, yeah, yeah. okay yeah. yeah so growing up gro- growing up as a kid i you know, I've come to the realization that life could be difficult. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, I've come to realize that education, school is very, very important. Mm-hmm. It's your only way out of poverty. So if, you know, if, if you're not going to be hardworking enough, well, you're just going to end up like the others, you know. You'll just end up in the pattern again. Exactly, and you're, I'm just going to be like maybe some other people, poor people who don't have work. So, yeah, I thought thought of it when I was a kid, of course. I said that, you know, it's, it's worth a try. I mean, <laughs> there was even a time that on weekends I would like... Um, Grimes? No, not really, but... We, we had a neighbor and this neighbor of ours, he would actually like prepare like, in, in our local language, we call it merienda. 
Mm-hmm. It's more like a snack that you usually do after lunch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he she uh, he would make like banana fritters, um, some other things, mm-hmm. and then as a way of me earning some kind of money on weekends, I would actually take some of his stuff and sell it to people. Mm-hmm. So I would have some money for my you know allowance when I go back to school the, so, the next day. Yeah, it is important for, at an early age, I have realized that it is important for for anybody to, you know, do not give up and always just keep trying. <laughs> so you said that, like, you escaped from school, right? <laughs> oh yeah, we're going back to that again? <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> so... What kind of a student were you? <coughs> I, I wasn't a bright student. I was just a regular student. Mm-hmm. Um, I, wasn't, I wasn't as studious as I was when I was in college or high school. When I was in primary school, I think I was just like, anyway. I like playing. Um, yeah, and do some silly stuff from time to time. <laughs> But I w- wasn't really, I wasn't really studious. And, Science was never an interesting subject for me. I never liked oh, wow. it. Actually, I was more into PE. history. No, history. Not even me. <laughs> I liked history when I was in grade six. Wow. Yeah, wow. but you know, things Somehow. change. When you grow up, things your view change. of things actually change. So, just for fun, can I ask you one question? Sure. Uh, if you had the chance to do an impulsive action again, mm-hmm. To take risk, mm-hmm. would you do it? <laughs> uh, well, I'm 36 years. I'm going to be 36 years old soon, so I'm also worried about my own life. If it's going to be too risky, I might not do it. If you had the chance, like if you became young again. Oh sure, yeah. Why not? Yeah. So when and why did you decide to become a teacher? Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, so after high school, um, I got a scholarship, a full scholarship to study at a university. Wow. Uh, so I was I was actually thinking about going into engineering, like mm-hmm. electrical engineering for you know for a time, mm-hmm. and then things suddenly changed. So after graduation, I got another scholarship to another university to study, you know, as a teacher. Mm-hmm. And since I like biology, mm-hmm. um, so I decided to, you know, take the opportunity, and so I took biology as my major. But like I said earlier, uh, when I was in primary school, I never really liked science. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know, maybe because in in my country, they always teach classes in English, mm. and back then, <laughs> English was quite difficult for me. <laughs> yeah, but. Yeah, um, so yes. How? So were there English lessons? Yes, everything else was in English except of course um, language. Like, so in everything was in English? Everything was in English. Except the English language. The English <laughs> yes. language was in English. But I mean if you have to study like the Filipino language. More like when you study Mongolian language. Uh-huh. Of course you have to use your national language. Uh-huh. But when it comes to other classes like math, um, science, history, and other things, it's always in English. I mean, the books are all in English, so 
interesting. Okay, so tell us about your first day as a teacher. My first day as a teacher. I can remember that most of my students were a lot, lot taller than me. <laughs> <laughs> because I started teaching in a private school um, mm -hmm. in my country, and then most of them were, like I said, they were taller than me. So yeah, it was, it was, um, how would I describe it? Um, it was not, it wasn't that hard. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, I was fresh out from, you know, I just graduated university. from college, from university, and everything else was still very, you know, fresh in my mind. So mm -hmm. it was very useful. It wasn't, I, I didn't have a hard time adjusting to, you know, teaching at a real school. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't really a big issue. Looking back, what advice you could give to yourself in your first year of teaching? Um, well, looking back, yeah, I can remember during my first year of teaching, I was a very strict teacher. Mm. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> so you wouldn't curve like grades? You wouldn't curve grades? No, no, I was I was very very strict, like in terms of you know how my students would behave. Mm -hmm. Um, students, you know, not submitting homework. I was very strict wow. with that, and, with that, and there was even a time that I would scold them like a lot. <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah, but you know, I've come to the realization that as a teacher, you also have to be flexible with your students. So, um, what made you want to go to Mongolia? Um, I actually initially, I really n never really had plans of going elsewhere yeah my what's this um when when teacher christina first came to mongolia mm -hmm. um she sort of asked me if i want to come here mm -hmm. so after two years i got an invitation from mr danny mm -hmm. i don't mm -hmm. know if you can remember mr danny no you don't uh, he, he he was a science teacher and um what's this he was the one who actually started ap the ap classes mm -hmm. oh. So he interviewed me over the phone mm -hmm. and then he said if you're interested then we can help you mm -hmm. and we can bring you to hobby school mm -hmm. like specifically to Mongolia and then to this school. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah but like I said I never really had plans of teaching elsewhere. <laughs> it was just that my wife was here so I had I had to be here too. <laughs> Can I ask you a question? Mm. What were the most challenging or funniest moments you've gone through during your teaching days? During during the uh, during yeah yeah <laughs> teaching days, I guess. During my stay here. Yeah. During, oh, that's a tough one. I can't recall of any right now. A funny moment. Like. Yeah you remember that you would most likely to remember after like f maybe 50 years or ah, okay. 20 years something ah uh, uh, when i was teaching your class when i was still teaching primary school uh -huh. um, uh -huh. i don't know for some reasons i just thought that I had to dance with my students, like so do an exercise. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Did we do that before? Not do you like, remember yeah. me doing dances yeah. or exercises yeah. with you? Like, like we would do something, the, the skeleton, 
Tun dance. Ah, yeah. 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 Things like that. I never imagined myself doing that. I mean, I'm not a dancer. I'm not a singer. <laughs> but yeah, I, I had to learn to do those things, uh-huh. you see. And that is something that I think I will never forget. Yeah, so <laughs> I don't think I'm going to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> I I really like that like you would watch movies after the the year. After, oh yeah. After oh, you yeah. like literally yeah. curve our grades. I just thought it it's good to you know give students some kind of a break after a long yeah. time of learning. Yeah. You know I mean science is a difficult subject. Yeah. It's not like English or maybe Mongolian language. So I thought of maybe, you know, giving you guys a break, a sort of reward for <laughs> <laughs> for your hard work. Skeleton dance. <laughs> skeleton dance. So it's like Like you 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 started teaching us in like I don't remember anymore. I think so. So you, your class teacher was Bayerma. Bayerma. Yeah. Yes. yeah. yeah. I know there is mom. Yes. Yeah, and you were the noisiest class in yeah. <laughs> in the whole school. Yeah. In the whole school. That's true. I, I, I remember that like in Miss Christina's class that we were so noisy that she would make us stand up and raise our hands. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I still, we would be noisy. We were infamous for being noisy. Yes. I, I, I can still even remember the time that I had to leave your classroom, I think, because you were very, very noisy. Yeah, you I needed oh, a break. Yeah. 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 You shut the door. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, I cannot just leave your class. I have to be yeah. there until, you know, my time ends. Yeah. So, anything else? So, how would you like your students to remember you? I don't know. Um, that's actually a question that keeps popping on my mind. Me, when me oh. and when I and teacher Christina talk about, you know, what we have done in the past, what ten or twelve years being teachers in public school, we would always think, what sort of what sort of legacy did we leave, you know, to the school? Mm-hmm. So we don't know. Actually, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know how I want to be remembered. Uh, and, of course, students always have their personal opinion about teachers. Yeah. See. So, I don't know. I just, I think I just tried my best. Um, <laughs> I don't know, really. <laughs> I can't think of, I, th- I can't think of anything that would sort of, What's this? Describe my stay in, in hobby school. But I, you know, I have, I have learned a lot of things working for hobby school, working in this school for 10 years. And I've done a lot of things that I think I would not have been able to do when I stayed in the Philippines. So I've, I mean, I've been able to bring some students outside the country for science competitions. I mean, I've done a a lot of different things too, like, you know, um, what's this, leading the IMYC, mm-hmm. and also I have like, you were mentioning, you mentioned this earlier, like I've uh, taught classes from grades 2 up until 12, and the only year level that I have not taught 
is grade one. <laughs> I've even taught grade uh, kindergarten students before. So, yeah, just that, you know, all of these experiences are very meaningful and they're very helpful. So, instead of instead of describing, you know, what kind of legacy I would leave for the school or you know anything to that effect, I would rather you know thank the school for all the experiences that they've given to me for me to become the teacher that I am now. Okay, so what was the happiest moment of your life? Happiest moment. Yeah, happiest. happiest moment. Uh, the happiest moment is, of course, my wedding day. <laughs> I don't have children yet, so that would be the happiest of all the happiest mm -hmm. moments. I don't know when that's going to happen, but you know, I look forward to it. Yeah, but when when Teacher Christina first left Philippines, mm -hmm. and I, of course, I was left there. I was actually mm -hmm. crying myself. <laughs> <laughs> And I never thought that I would actually be able to come here. So, yeah, that was one of the happiest moments. And being with your students and seeing that my students are learning, although not are not all really are showing that they're learning from me <laughs> sometimes. Yeah, but those are also happy moments for me. Okay. So, um, what was the most important lessons you have learned in life in life yeah um, I've learned that it is important to be patient with things mm -hmm. I mean in Mongolia things work yeah. differently <laughs> 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 I mean if you don't have patience I think you won't be able to make it here especially with students with people with culture mm -hmm. I mean Mongolians are sort of laid back yeah. and they they're like fond of you know just enjoying the journey <laughs> so if if you're not patient about how things are going then you might not be suited for the mongolian environment yeah so being patient um what's the question again <laughs> um <laughs> What were the most important lessons? Oh, that's one. Yeah. Be being patient, uh, uh, being respectful. I think being mm -hmm. respectful is very, very important. I mean, especially with you know the old teachers that we have at school. I mean, it's important to greet teachers, and sometimes, what's this? To tell you the truth, I feel I feel bad when students like. You know when what's this you meet somebody else like a student along the hallway yeah. and then your student like wouldn't say anything not uh, even a good morning yeah yeah that that's so, annoying sometimes like so you like that we say hello every time yeah well, it's not that i like it but i mean i've i've grown up thinking that you know being in a different environment before you know back in my old school um, whenever we see our teachers, greeting them it yeah. some, is something that comes automatically. Yes. Like you don't even have to force a student to say good morning or good afternoon. They will just say good morning or good afternoon right away. But with students in at least our school, yeah. I've noticed that they're quite, quite different with foreign teachers. Like 
yeah. with Mongolian teachers they're okay like if they see a Mongolian teacher from afar they would say ah baksha good morning <laughs> <laughs> but with the foreign teachers sometimes they would like uh. <laughs> but you know th- that's just a small thing actually it's yeah. it's not a serious one yeah so it's important I think it's important for students to you know always appreciate their teachers yeah. even they even though they like their teachers or do not like their teachers yeah. and the same goes for you know among teachers so yeah last question of the episode yes finally <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you want to say to your students what do i do want? you have any last words to say like for your yes. students before leaving <laughs> sure um i know that you know my students before and my students now i know that they're intelligent students they're smart kids it's just that they're very lazy <laughs> <laughs> and they just do not know how you know lucky they are or how lucky you guys are i mean having having come from a family you know poor family and you guys comparing myself to you I mean you guys you have everything I mean you have everything provided for you by your parents yeah I mean I there was a time I can remember that there was a time that um, when I go to school I don't even have my shoes I just go with my slippers because my parents cannot afford to buy me a pair of shoes and that was okay I enjoyed school but you know some of our students sometimes they Um, I don't know, um, maybe because they have not been exposed to a different environment. So they seem to find it hard to appreciate, <laughs> you know, appreciate what they have. Yeah. So I think I would, th- that's a message that I would want my students to, you know, think about that, you know, they're lucky. Mm-hmm. L- luckier than most students in Mongolia. I mean, you, you are in a good school, you have... Yeah. Lots of good teachers here, and we we try to do our best for you. So, yeah, I just want to say that, you know, maybe it's good for everybody else to appreciate what they have, yeah, because you'll never know if you lose them. Then, that's the only time I think that you will be able to realize that oh, I had a very good life before, and now, life sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So don't wait for, you know that thing to happen i mean appreciate whatever you have right now and always do your best um please do not be lazy (laughs) i know you guys are busy with all of these classes that you you're taking in your you know at school but these are all helpful for you to you know become the person that you want to be in the future so yeah that's it i guess So thank you teacher for talking with us today. And it's an honor. <laughs> so thank you. And thank what else? <laughs> <laughs> so thank you teacher so much for teaching us being here for us. Mm-hmm. No problem. And, and thank you for our audience for listening to us and we hope to see you again in, back in another episode.